0: New from Kenner. another episode of the vintage collection podcast where today we are discussing reveals um, pipeline reveals and uh, just our general thoughts about hasbro pulsecon 2021 regarding star wars uh, the vintage collection news and announcements and uh, to help me do that very honored to have the one and only chris swansky from banthaschool.com chris how's it going today
1: it's going great, and it, as always, it is an honor to be invited on the uh, Vintage Collection Podcast.
0: Really appreciate having you here. Thank you. So, yeah, um, we're winding down another one of these uh, Hasbro events, and people say, another one? Wasn't there just one, like, a couple months ago? And it's like, yeah, there was uh we get little slow drips here and there, um, but uh, the real the real uh, announcements, you know, generally were expected to come around these more— um, notable events, right? I think we had one back in February that they did in, in the absence of Toy Fair. Uh, and then this, of course, has PulseCon, which has been going on for the last, uh, has it been like three years now, I think?
1: Yeah, I think so. You're right. And uh, they, they had the in-person one in 2017, and they kind of went virtual after yeah, that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean, at least they're still doing it. I mean, you can't say that for a lot of toy companies, um, that they would, you know, have this sort of... Uh, Fan engagement sort of program that's ongoing and that happens, you know, in the absence of, of live events. So, you know, I got to, you know, tip my hat to them for for at least making that effort to do that.
1: Well, you would know better than I because I, I know you're a Mattel fan and I'm kind of monolithic, just the vintage <laughs> collection. So, I, I've seen I've seen you express your disappointment with Mattel as far as fan fan engagement goes at times. Yeah,
0: they're they're one of the more notable um, uh, players in this. <laughs> um, I mean, even. I mean, there's other companies that really don't do a whole lot either. But, um, you know, again, just it's just really cool that Hasbro does that. So I, I appreciate that as a, as a collector, as a fan, as somebody that keeps track of this stuff. You know, we like seeing that interaction, even if it's not always things we love to hear. At least we get this opportunity to to hear about things that are coming. So that's that's kind of kind of cool.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. So coming out of Hasbro PulseCon, um, I guess I want to mention just really quick, there's three Haslabs that are seem to be uh, going to be going along side by side, aren't there?
1: <laughs> yes. And um, if I'm going to be honest, as a vintage collection collector, the Star Striker and the uh, Ghostbusters Proton Pack appeal to me much more than the uh, Black Series Rancor, which you know we, we obviously knew that was coming because of the slip from the, uh, the last live stream slipper you know i don't know if it was a slip or it was intentional but it was you know put it, putting the seeds out there you know i was all in on a black series uh, rancor as kind of a, a display piece so, you know an, an anchor or a, a prestige piece where you know you can display this massive rancor cuz i love jabba's palace um, but now with these other ones uh, the star striker was absolutely my favorite classic J.I. joe toy of, uh, that i had as a kid And the Proton Pack, I'm like, well, you know, I kind of want both of these more than I want a six-inch scale Rancor myself. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I I can't really disagree with you there. I'm not a G.I. Joe person. I don't really know a whole lot about him. I think I maybe somehow or another ended up with two figures, like, back in the early 90s G.I. Joes. (laughs) But, like for me my imagination was always captured by things that were you know very fantastical and different and for me gi joe was always just like guys in in outfits with guns and you know just like very like earthly sort of outfits and you know i know there's a lot more to it than that but that was just my general sense as a little kid and um i I loved ghostbusters and i still do but i had um one of the, the greatest birthday or christmas gifts i ever woke up to was um in the late 80s it was the the ghostbusters proton pack it came with the neutrona wand it had a little um kind of like a badge um that you would wrap around your um your arm and it just had the ghostbusters logo and uh, i had a long foam piece that came out of the, the neutrona wand that you could t- spin it was just a really cool like thing and I, you know i was just one of the, i think to this day that might have that alongside the the kenner jurassic park 1993 um the the big big t-rex I think those are the two standouts um, from you know childhood Christmases. So when I saw the the tease at this Proton Pack, I was like, okay, well now here's the here's a chance for me to do it on a whole other level as an adult. So I'm stoked for it. I'm certainly going to back the Proton Pack. The other two, um, definitely not the GI Joe. The, the Rancor, probably not. I'm, I've been kind of vocal about that on my live streams and and stuff. That I'm probably not going to be backing the Rancor at this scale.
1: Uh, I understand that completely, and I wish this was, a, this was a live stream because I'm smiling from ear to ear because when something connects us to our childhood, like the Pro Ten Pack does for you, there's nothing better. Yeah. Um, and, and along those same lines, the Star Striker does, uh, for me, connect to my childhood. Uh, and uh, there's nothing more magical than variable, variable wing geometry aircraft for, for us <laughs> from the 80s. You know, the F-14 Tomcat, which, which, which is based on, you know, Top Gun. And all that so it's such a great call back to my childhood uh, but both are and it's kind of funny uh, with respect to Ghostbusters uh, I was just talking to a to a friend of mine uh, last night and I said it might be a perfect movie Ghostbusters mm-hmm. The original Ghostbusters might be a perfect movie, and I rank it up there with Jaws and uh, yeah. you know as in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, so it's one Irving Kirshner movie and two Spielberg movies that are just perfect movies. So when something comes out from Ghostbusters, it's to me it's automatically exciting because of that reason.
0: Totally, yeah, I can't disagree with you there at all. Ghostbusters for me is like a top five. Um, I had that VHS, you know, as a kid. You know, was really into the real Ghostbusters animated show and. Uh, I think I Ghostbusters Two was probably one of like the first three films I saw in the theater, uh, along with like Land Before Time. I think that was the first, <laughs> the first one, and um, uh, Batman 1989. I think those are the first three oh. I saw in the theater. So, um,
1: can I can I segue? Of course. I am getting so into the Batman 66 McFarlane line right now. <laughs> I am 100% all in. I've got the the Batman, the the uh, Robin, and the Joker. And I'm going to go track down the, the uh, Batmobile in the Batcave. And I can't wait for Wave 2 because there's a rumor that there's an Eartha Kit Catwoman in Ooh. Wave 2 coming. And to me, with all due respect to Michelle Pfeiffer, for me, Eartha Kit is the perfect Catwoman.
0: Nice. Yeah, that 60s show, that was another thing that I connect to from. I mean, it was on syndication by that point, obviously. Right. But
1: me, me too. Me too.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it was... Uh, I remember watching it quite a bit. And um, Mattel did a six-inch line for, for the 66 Batman series in 2013. And it was a really good line. They did quite a few um, figures from it. They never did an Eartha Kit, They did a Julie Newmark Catwoman. Yep. And uh, they had a Batmobile. They had a Batcave to a certain extent. And, you know, it was pretty well-rounded um, line. It wasn't a huge line. It was Toys R Us exclusive. I think Amazon even carried it. Um, but then... Uh, but then it was gone, and then they did. I think it was Funko did a three and three quarter inch um, line for a little bit, and that one never got past like one or two waves. It was very small, yeah. very contained. They did a Batmobile, and now yes, McFarland is trying their hat at at uh, this um, tapping into Batman '66, and it's pretty cool. Uh, I think the only two I don't have the Bat the Batmobile yet. I don't have the uh, the Batcave yet. And the only two figures I'm missing are the the variant Joker with the the mask and okay. the uh, the adam west unmasked batman so i'm right gonna track down those two and then yeah i hope that we do get eartha kit because that is that would be super cool that would be super cool i don't have a single eartha kit figure and uh, yeah i need her
1: <laughs> <laughs> me too i i need that because again to me that that was the perfect Catwoman, just in in the expression of Catwoman and everything and i, I you know when i heard the rumor i immediately went to youtube started w- looking at youtube eartha kit videos for Catwoman, and nice it's perfect it's perfect
0: it is yeah yeah she was great um yeah so very cool so uh hasbro pulse con um, i uh i went into this one i um, feeling very optimistic I, I i felt that you know the finished collections have been on an uptick you know there's been some pretty cool stuff announced in recent months uh the bib Fortuno way of getting to see that not too long ago i think that was last month um was a really neat thing so i had my expectations maybe weren't weren't as tempered as they should have been but um, you know I thought we were going to see some pretty cool things and you know we did see some cool things um, a lot of them though I think were, were more geared towards like black series than TBC than um, which you know isn't completely it's not I understand it um, you know both scales are you know has to both skills, right? So they have to. Right. They're not going to let either one. I don't think they want either either one of them to, to fail or anything. So you know, showing putting the spotlight on Black Series seems like something they haven't really been doing in recent months. So I'm not like shocked. I guess that they it does seem to have had some of the more prominent reveals out of this PulseCon.
1: Right. Yeah. If we look at the last few live streams, you know, especially the one. Well, was it a live stream or was it just a random drop with the droids figures? I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's random. Yeah, it's becoming so fast and furious at us um, that, uh, and I'm not trying to reference the the, uh, the franchise there, <laughs> Fast and Furious, but we've become so fast at us that I can't keep track of what's a live stream and what's a random drop, uh, which has been kind of the fun this year. But, uh, you know, we, we kind of, for the vintage collection, it kind of dominated the droid drop. You know, uh, TBS got one figure, the uh, animated Boba Fett, and it was that, unfortunately, that old mold uh, mm-hmm. for, for Boba <laughs> Fett. And... Um, I, I can't express to you how exciting for me personally yeah, uh, the three droids figures for Vintage Collection were. Um, so going into this PulseCon, I kind of felt that I was playing with house money. Anything they show was a bonus because, um, to be honest, the droids bow effect is a, for me personally is a <laughs> dreams come dream come true because uh, I remember that droids Boba Fett coming out in 1985 uh, Uh and never got it, but I remember it. And so this is, this is a makeup call for me personally.
0: Nice. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, you know, things that kind of draw to your childhood and that you have memories of, you know, are, can always be special. So I can see how those would be very meaningful. Um, Yeah. Those, those are cool. And then right before that, I think it was the, it was the Clone Wars micro series uh, figures that were announced
1: Right, and and that was you know one, one thing at uh, Bantha skull that we've been cam- campaigning for is for Captain Fordo to come back out, and I know it's not the same exact figure, but to get those Arc Troopers back out in vintage collection for me is a huge another huge thing, another huge, you know, it did not take any didn't take any new tooling, but just to get those back out in the vintage collection was a huge thing for me personally i don't know how you felt about that
0: oh i was ecstatic like i was extremely ecstatic i mean i have a very soft spot for that micro series and you know they, they did some pretty cool stuff back in like 2006 um saga collection era when they did the gunship and they did the uh uh the battle pack to go along with it and i remember um going back going back further 2003 when they did the clone wars like spin-off line it was you know the small line that they did that wasn't even based so much on the show um but they had they did do some mark troopers and uh, one of them was the variant of you know the red the red mark uh the captain or um fordo i guess uh and that was like i remember it was it was kind of a cool thing because that was nowhere reported anywhere online i remember finding in the store and being like wait this is weird and then I, i remember talking about it online and people were like what you're crazy there's no such thing um but then it became known as like something that actually did Was made right. It was just like it wasn't announced or anything. It was just a weird little random thing,
1: and and that that was a that's a fun callback to times gone by that we don't see anymore, where you know you discover things in store that doesn't happen anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Totally, but yeah, so I was stoked about these. Um, I I went above and beyond my pre orders, going to (laughs) be honest, especially with the Arc Trooper. Um, because I do have that gunship, and it's—I've never displayed it. It's always been in its box in the closet. And once those figures come in, I'm pulling it out, putting it on the shelf, and I'm gonna put all those troopers in there.
1: Well, if you want to rent it to me so we can do the uh, photo gallery for those figures, I'm—I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm all yours because I don't own that—the—the the, you know, quote unquote tiger, tiger stripe uh, gunship, and it's quite expensive on the secondary market.
0: Nice. Yeah. It. it yeah. These gunships, the popularity of them just goes up and up and up and up. And the vintage collection one especially, but all of them are like hundreds of dollars. I think even the original one, which for a while you could get it for about $100, is even that one's like going for a lot now. It's interesting. It
1: it, it is interesting because I've always thought that, um, you know, installability or display consciousness was a key factor in what people would get for vehicles and gunships take up a lot of room mm-hmm. because of the width of the wings it, it, you you have to dedicate a, a huge uh, footprint to that uh, so i thought that would keep the uh, you know the value of them down but no <laughs> absolutely not you know people love the gunships
0: they do um i know some people display them without one of the wings on and that kind of right. saves a little bit of room but I don't know for me like I remember back in 2002 when I got the first one it was it was one of the coolest things I'd ever gotten and, and like for that time it was like wow this is probably one of the neatest things they've done in the modern line and I still kind of feel that way I still feel like the, yeah. the gunship is pretty darn awesome um, and uh, I hope that you know at the attack of the clones anniversary coming up next year that you know they might consider bringing that back at some capacity
1: mm. I I don't know that there's gonna be a mini beat for attack of the clones unfortunately
0: well, at least we'll get um, we'll get little kid Anakin, and um, <laughs> he'll be back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a, a bitter reminder for for anybody that remembers the 2012 Phantom Menace Clot, bringing that figure back out.
0: Yeah, that was a surprising one. I mean i I didn't close myself off to the possibility of like a, a refresh wave in this in these reveals, but if you would have asked me to give me the like the top maybe ten that I wouldn't expect, I think. I think that would probably be on that list. Um, yeah, it's it's Same weird. Same for me. It's it's weird.
1: And it's not a second guess if uh, if I had the opportunity to first guess that I would have cautioned against bringing back a figure that was part and parcel of the uh, the downfall of the vintage collection in 2012 because that uh, Padawan Anakin for for me personally made it all the way to clearance at the end of 2012 and that was a launch wave figure.
0: Yeah, that that was one that was. A consistent site, like on my toy hunts during that time, yeah. just you would see it all the time. Pat, that almadala they brought back last year, you would see that all the time. Um, yes, yeah, it's and I think somebody, I forget who it was, um, theorized that. Uh, somebody in the community said that maybe they're just bringing back whatever photo real works best on. And I don't know if that's the best <laughs> strategy. If so,
1: that was actually me. I, oh. I was one of the person people that theorized. <laughs> oh, there we go. That, that, that it's you know if, if they can make photo real really look well. Uh, on a figure as that you know we you know what we call the flipper arm padme that came out fantastic with fat with photoreal wasn't really needed to be re-released but the photoreal looks really good on that figure
0: yeah it does it it looks really good and on anakin too i mean i can't say it it doesn't look good it really does look good but i mean he doesn't look happy either uh (laughs) and then it's it comes from like five seconds of the movie so right yeah, if that—that
1: that, that is the painful thing. I think we all would love a modern take of the you know the back, quote unquote backpack Anakin. Uh, yeah. We don't have that. Uh, I would like a, a an Anakin from Episode One that could blend in well with an Episode One display, and we don't have that.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, that. Yeah, I think when I was uh, I did a live stream on on Cocktail Hour the other night with um, with John from Vintage uh, Collection Facebook group and. Uh, we were talking about that, like, you know, it'd be interesting if we saw, like, another more main, you know, version of Anakin that you get more of in the film, Backpack Anakin or Podracer yeah. Anakin in, right. in the vintage collection. And, um, you know, I mean, this looks good, so hopefully it'll do okay, but it is it is interesting. And my husband did, you know, he doesn't know anything about any of this stuff, but he, uh, he, he caught me watching the live stream when I got off work the other day, and, and he thought that this figure came with a snake. So... <laughs>
1: <laughs> is he confusing it with the uh vintage Yoda?
0: Um yeah, maybe. Well, I don't even think he knows about the vintage Yoda either, but um but he he is a pilot though, so he might uh he might be onto that uh, that has Lab GI Joe plane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um so yeah, so there's Anakin, uh another figure in this refreshed wave. We have Mace Windu. Um uh, what did you think of seeing Mace Windu uh once again?
1: So, so this was inter- interesting. Uh, I was thrilled at first because um, I, I, I always want more of the main characters. Um, I, I, I tend to hoard them a little bit because you, you never know what displays you're going to set up. You know, uh, and obviously Mace Windu can transcend the prequel trilogy. Um, so I went all in. I, I bought a case of the this wave and then I ordered two more anic- uh, Mace Windus, excuse me, off of uh, Pulse. And then I remembered this figure isn't great. It's not, it's not a great figure. You know, they, they have the, uh, the sculpted, um, sleeves that really impact what you can do with the figure. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the pictures of it, um, you know, the hands aren't together when he's holding the lightsaber, they're apart. And right. that's kind of endemic of the sculpt. You can't really do a good two handed, uh, saber grip with, with, with the, with the figure. So I was thrilled initially, but at the same time, uh, we we kind of, for for definitive core characters, which Mace Windu absolutely is. Uh, we really need new sculpt of these, as is, is, is new sculpts, especially considering what they can do these days. Yeah. You know, if if you look at that Ahsoka, um, the the season seven Ahsoka, bring that to every you know tentpole core prequel Jedi, and it will sell like gangbusters. I'm convinced of that.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. Um... That's an interesting point, though, you bring up about he can't properly grab the lightsaber. Do you think maybe that's why the lightsaber hilt is so long?
1: Yes, I think so. (laughs) And and again, look look at the pictures that they sent out. Um, Even with the hilt that long, the hands are still, you know, pretty far apart when he tries to do a two-handed grasp of the saber.
0: Yeah, you can almost get like four hands around that lightsaber (laughs) hilt.
1: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: And it kind of, it, it's a little bit of a throwback, too, just remembering how they used, for so long, they did those little flares at the base of the lightsaber blade.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's, you know, Mace Windu, cool, you know, but I agree with a nice, a new sculpt would be nice. Um, yes. And I don't, I'm trying to recall, like, the the body that this figure uses, does this go back to, like, the 2007 version that they did in the 30th anniversary collection?
1: Yes, yes, it does. They they just improved the head sculpt. Um, that that first that one from two thousand and seven looked nothing like Samuel Jackson. Jackson, uh, so they, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, you, you would never recognize that as the as the character. You know, if you just had the head sculpt absent of the uh, of the wardrobe, you would never recognize that as Mace Windu. Right. So they t- they took that sculpt and, and improved the head sculpt for the vintage collection in. So that was that was actually technically 2010. That was a 2010 wave, but it got delayed till 2011.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, and um, that that figure there, the 2007 one, did have a pretty cool lightning accessory.
1: Yes. Did it? Yeah. Um, okay.
0: Yeah, reflecting Sidious's lightning.
1: Yes, you've, you've stumped me on that one. Well done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, it you know, like, I agree. Main character, uh, somebody that is probably in, due for an update, so I don't know that we're going to see that now that this one's coming yeah, right. again. So that's kind of a little bit of a annoying. But, um, yeah, so I guess the other one here, we have Ahsoka. Um, are you surprised at this figure is coming back to TVC?
1: Um, not, um, th- there was a lot of demand because uh, we-, we have to own up that, uh, a good chunk of our collector population is carded collectors who missed out on the original one so they're just, you know, wanting to get that on card so I'm not surprised from that standpoint uh, and then what they, you know, they said Emily did as far as matching the skin tone and the photo reel. To me, if, if I had a complaint, my biggest complaint about that that original release, was that VC-102? Do I have the number right?
0: Uh, that I'm not sure.
1: Uh, so my, my probably my biggest complaint about that was, you know, she looks like an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> um, so if um, Emily could work her magic and, you know, get the, the skin tone correct and the photo reel can really, you know, express the character better,
0: yeah.
1: I'm, I'm not so upset about it being re-released.
0: Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's not too surprising. It did do, seem to do, you know, they had that fan vote earlier this right. year for the repack, vote for a repack. And um, that was one that, you know, people wanted to see. And yeah, the on the secondary market carded, you know, goes for a lot these days. And so it's not like a shocker. And, you know, if they're going to bring it back, you know, bring it back with make it look as best you can. And it does look from the photos. It does look a lot better than right. the original release. So and it's a Soka, so I don't think it's going to do poorly. Um Yeah, so I mean, as a refresh, I guess I guess I'm cool with it. (laughs) Uh, Which brings us to um, Obi Wan Kenobi, which uh, is a little interesting for me, but I want to hear your thoughts first.
1: So I I have to segue again. Um, uh, I I know as you were invited, but unfortunately couldn't attend. I was on the fan wall for PulseCon, uh, and they recorded our reactions. You know, and they picked basically one reaction. And uh, unfortunately for me, they recorded my reaction to VC-31 Obi-Wan. That was the one that went up on the fan wall. And my reaction is kind of, you know, lukewarm. And it's because I was trying to figure out if when they said it, I'm like, is this the Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan or the Attack of the Clones Obi-Wan? Because the Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan really needs to be updated. Uh, That was pretty decent at the time. But again, like Mace Window, that one needs to be updated. So I was, you know, holding back my reaction. Um, and then when they revealed that was the attack of the clones obi-wan i gave it a it's it's not a terrible figure it's a, it's a to me it's a fine re- re-release for what the specialty waves mean um, so i was okay with it but i only gave a weak you know hand clap reaction to it whereas if they captured my reaction to the and we'll get to this to the rebel fleet trooper pack it would have been a little more enthusiastic
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah, that makes sense. And, and for the record, I I was there for a little bit at the very beginning yes. of, of that. Um, if you look, if you rewatch that live stream, you'll see the little black square. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I showed that to my husband. He was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, how did you? Mess I up?
1: <laughs> considering how they captured me for my reactions. Uh, I wish I was a little black square. <laughs>
0: um. But yeah, no, I. I I think that uh your your response wouldn't have been um should is understandable. I mean this yeah. is a like you said, I mean this this is I think there's an opp there there should be an opportunity to go back and revisit um not only the attack of the clones but the uh, Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan and I think if you if you knocked a new sculpt out of the park for that figure you could utilize it both ways. Right. Uh, not to mention with other similar sized um Jedi and similar outfits. Um, so I, I think that I feel like that should be a kind of a goal, uh, especially seeing how they've been treating some of these pretty cool figures in black series. Like you know, we got some pretty cool stuff last year. Um, some some of the Jedi, some of the main characters that we want Anakin. So I mean, I kind of feel like this would have been a good. This is a there there is a demand for that. I feel like and to see this come back i mean again main character that's what these refreshes waves seemingly are are for more often than not um and getting some of these uh, older figures back out there i don't know that it, it's like the it's like we were saying about uh, mace windu and anakin it's kind of like okay well if you're going to bring it back in a refresh that kind of means that we're probably not going to see a new one anytime soon and um I guess that's the more painful, like part of it is that you know it's 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 cool that it's here, I guess, and it looks a little bit better than it did before, but it's it's far from what I think the line deserves at this point.
1: And absolutely, and again, just just look at the uh, the VC one eighty six. I hope I have the number right, Boba Fett, and that seems to have sold tremendously. And to me, that that states the value of if you make a definitive to the current standards of the vintage collection, if you make a definitive update of a core character, what the sales potential is. And I think that stands for any of these, what we're talking about, Mace Windu, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, even, even the, the uh, season three Ahsoka was it season three, or season four, um, uh, I think three. season three, see, the season three Ahsoka. If you make a definitive update of those figures, The customers are there and and in great numbers. Um, It's kind of, to me, it's a little painful to think that we have a super articulated rocker ankle um, season two grief cargo that appeared in one episode of The Mandalorian. (laughs) And for Mace Windu, we have this kind of dated
0: sculpt. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one to figure out for sure. Um, Yeah. Uh, and then not to mention uh, the the soft goods this one has that don't look. It's like a fur coat, isn't it? It's like a really big like parachute.
1: I'm I'm hoping the production version will be a little bit better. Um, you know they they said that Emily was really focused on you know or she said it herself directly uh, focused on getting it you know a tighter fit on these soft goods. So I'm hoping the production version will be a little bit better.
0: Yeah, that would be good. the The mace doesn't look too bad in the soft goods. It's just kind of surprising The Obi Wan like, looks like it has the same like cloak from from yeah. forever ago. So just an interesting thing that they uh, that they did that. But yeah, we'll see. Um, I ordered the case too. I mean, you know, I'm still a sucker, so I, I bought them all anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it, I, I I guess this will be. Did they do one, Chris? Uh, refresh wave this year, or was it two? I think it was just the one, right, that we got earlier in the year. I
1: think, I think, I think you're right. Uh, and, and, and I and I photographed them. You think I'd remember them better? <laughs> uh, I, I think you're right. There was the, yes, yes, you're right. The the flipper on arm, arm pad, May, the peasant Anakin. That wave, yes. That was. I think that was the only one this year.
0: Okay, so assuming we only get one of those next year as well then i guess this this is the wave right i mean i guess they right. could always surprise us with two but as i recall when they announced the uh, the peasant anakin wave that was about a year ago it was like i think it was like november last year or something so right um so yeah maybe this will be the uh, the one repack refresh wave for next year which you know there are things in i think tvc 1.0 that could stand to come back that you know are in demand that you know could benefit from photoreal and probably do well compared compared to some of these um these choices but um, yeah, I mean, I guess all we can really speak to is how they actually perform, right? And uh, right. locally, I haven't really seen anything linger for too long, uh, for, with regards to these repack waves.
1: I, I think there is room for another, um, you know, repack wave this year uh, if they if they stick to Attack of the Clones. Obviously, the Black Series three and three quarter inch uh, Anakin and Padme uh, should be back out there. They're very good figures. Yeah. They could be back out there. And then the one to me, you know, if they're going to repack an Anakin, please get VC thirteen back out there. Uh, the, yeah. se- the secondary market's sky high on that, and it really needs to get a second chance. And it would it would do phenomenal. It would do good bus- business for the vintage collection.
0: Yeah, it would. Uh, now, if it came back, would you want that that VC thirteen to have Darth Vader or Anakin as on the name pill?
1: I would want Anakin with the uh, non Sith eyes because it has more display mm. versatility. That would be my, my preference.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I think for that, I mean, I know they don't really do variants too much anymore, but if there was a variant for that, one sit version, one not, with photo reel, I think that'd be a pretty interesting approach.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But uh, yeah, so that's the refresh wave. Um, so focusing still on the vintage collection, we got our first look at the uh, Navarro Cantina and uh, what all of that encompasses. So what were your thoughts on um, on the Navarro Cantina?
1: Um, I love the amount of uh, basically non-static pieces, the, the bar stools, the things that go on the uh, the bar itself. Yeah. Um, to you know, it's, I'm, I've already ordered two, so I'm, so I'm g- going to have the two sets. Um, and I, I love the fact that you'll be able to mix mix and match, and then use those pieces for potentially other displays. Um, that part I love about it and it does it does appear to be uh, you know fairly modular because it has the same you know connectivity points as the uh, javas ballast set so i'm looking forward to that where you could you know extend it you know vertically or horizontally Uh rather and then or or give it you know depth if you wanted to coming back
0: yeah the modularity is definitely pretty cool and i guess it wouldn't be like a pile of rocks in your yard correct
1: (laughs) that's correct there is a positive (laughs) connection unlike the uh the, the, the carbon freezing <laughs> chamber. There is a positive connection point that you can clearly see where they all attach together.
0: Nice, and I agree. The just the the accessories that are in there the bar stools, uh, the uh, the spatchka, the bottles, and all that looks really cool. And it's it's neat that it's not. It seems like they're not permanently like attached to the to the table. Right. Like you can move them around, which I think is cool because you can give them to your figures. You can use them in other dioramas, I guess, if you wanted to. Um, so yeah, those are really neat. I think they handle all of that really well. And and yeah, the modularity aspect of it is really, is really cool. And, and, you know, uh, I wanted to ask you, Chris, do you buy these like also to keep like box samples of?
1: Um, not really. I, I, I buy two just to get the carded sample out. Um, you know, if it's numbered. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know if this is what VC 188 is because that's like a mm. an, it, an itch you can't scratch, <laughs> not knowing what VC 188 is. So uh, I, I do buy two to get the the um, uh, the card sample out of it. Uh, I will say that I bought extras of the the Tantive four playset because I I just think that was phenomenal um, as far as a playset goes. So I wanted one uh, just to pres- preserve intact. So I do have a sealed sample of that as well but that that that's yeah. an exception as far as the, as far as these play sets go for me personally
0: right on yeah they're cool and um you know i think it's a cool format i think the price point is right and yeah. um you know lots of potential for other things to come in the future should they want to expand on this and you know there's a right. lot of things in star wars that they could do um see so, yeah, i love the format and i think this looks cool i think this looks cool um, the, I saw some people complaining on, on social media about the, the doors, the doors are cardboard. Is that correct?
1: Um, th- th- that I don't know. And I would love to get the answer to that. Um, hopefully some, somebody asked that question on the Q and a, uh, coming up. Um, I can't, I can't tell myself if they're cardboard or not.
0: Yeah. It, um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, Still a cool piece. Uh, my husband actually, you know, bringing him back up again. He saw that he saw this in the live stream. He's like, "Oh, that's like the one you have, but it's 3D." <laughs> and uh, he was referencing the pop-up Mos Eisley cardboard diorama that I have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's cool, and, and the fact that you can turn it around, um, so you can have like the the window be intact or right be in pieces like like the shattered is is kind of cool. So. Yeah, I mean, it's a neat thing. And, um, you know, when I first heard this announcement, my first thought was all the bounty hunters and creatures you see in the Navarro Cantina. So uh, I'm not optimistic that we would ever get all of those or even like a couple of them. But, you know, still to dream about a possibility of one or two of those making their way out eventually is kind of gives me a little more, um, makes me a little extra excited for this piece.
1: Uh, Do do you know that scene in Roger Rabbit when uh, Judge Doom is trying to, get Roger Rabbit out of hiding and he's playing Shave and a Haircut, but he's cutting the last two beats off and it drives him crazy until Roger Rabbit finally bursts out of the wall and says two bits. Do you know the scene I'm talking about?
0: (laughs) I'm trying to remember. I haven't seen that film in ages.
1: Well, having some of a subset to me is as torturous as playing almost all of Shave and a Haircut is and leaving two notes off. So If they're not going to give us a a big representation of the Navarro Cantina from earlier in the season, in season one, when it's populated with, you know, bounty hunters and aliens and things like that, I'd I'd rather have none than just one or two myself personally, because I think that's torture. Uh, I, I think having one night of Ren is torture right now. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if if I can't have all of them, I don't want any of
0: them. That's still a surprising one for me. I'm I'm, I'm kind of surprised we even got one. i um, just just looking yeah. at how they've treated the whole line and you know the the sequel trilogy rather how they how that's been handled like as of late and just how they even did one. I think is kind of surprising. But yeah, I agree. Um, it's strange we only have one. It's like you know people ask for rebels sometimes. If we got rebels, it's like okay, well there. If you get if you get Ezra, you're going to want Keen you're going to want Hera, you're going to want everybody else. So. And same with Bad Batch, I would say, you know, they can't really just do one without giving you all of the Bad Batch. So it's it's, yeah, it's definitely a juggling act and balancing out, you know, what you represent in this in this figure line. Um, but yeah, it is it is definitely torturous if you give us one. It's like, oh, uh, we need the rest. It's it's like that Kessel Kira We still don't have.
1: Right, right. <laughs> uh, it, it, with rebels, it's kind of funny. One, one of the only um, times I've gotten hate mail at Bantha Skull is we wrote an article the top five things we do not want in the vintage collection uh, and one, and one of the things I said was um, I don't want rebels figures in the in the vintage collection because I I, th- I think the mainline spots are too precious to put rebels figures in there um, but but I did say I want them as a you know give, give me all of the rebel crew in one shot in a box set and I do want that um, and of course the people that said the hate, hate mail miss that second part but <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh you know it's if, if you just trickle them out and, and um, another thing to consider you know uh, for hasbro is when they trickle these things out is that we you know as we're seeing now the the technology advances very quickly um so if you trickle out a subset that's supposed to look integrated and together and there's too much time between the first figure and the last figure they can look out of place uh because mm-hmm. they don't you know you know the the, the final ones have much greater Articulation and the styles of articulation yeah. and the points of articulation—the first ones. True, um, you know, you, you, we were stuck with the, um, you know, the uh, Power of the Force two, Weequay Hunter for years, and it just looked, you know, when we got the Weakway Skiff Skiffmaster, everybody was not excited. I wasn't so excited because it looked so out of place next to that Power of the Force two Weequay. Mm. So I'd pre- I'd prefer if you know personally I prefer if things are. Meant to be displayed together, that they come out in a tight window in the in the history of the line.
0: Yeah, no that 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 makes sense. And I mean, even something as I mean, going back to the solo figures, like Han Solo came out and then Lando came out not too long after, but it was long enough where uh, Han Solo did not have photo real and Lando did. Right. And if you stand them side by side, it's just like a night and day. Like how much better Lando <laughs> looks compared to that Han figure. <laughs> so yeah we definitely would want to get them all together i mean i feel similarly um if they're not going to do all the rebels then you know don't just give me like sabine right um yeah that would just be difficult and you know maybe there would be the temptation on their end like you're saying to do them all and then that would take away from well you know other things as well um that we want to see that are you know arguably more important um so, yeah, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, I'm sure they have to consider. And I don't envy the position. I'm sure that Hasbro finds themselves in often, like, trying to juggle these decisions.
1: That, that, that's why it would be nice if we could get HasLab fig, figure sets so it doesn't come off of the mainline budget. We fund it. And to me, the Rebels crew, soup to nuts, give us all, Was it, five? Um, uh, one, two... Three, four, five, six. You know, give us all six in one shot, and we'll fund the tooling via HasLab. To me, that's the way to go.
0: Yeah, I think that's the only way we're going to see certain things that we really, really, really want. Um, right. In some cases. So.
1: And, and, and would you blame Hasbro if, you know, there's there there's to me there's things right now that are money in the bank that they could do that's guaranteed sellers. Why would they take a risk on you know the rebels crew? Uh, which hasn't been on screen for what over six years now at this point, and uh, it wasn't exactly seen by a lot of viewers. Um, so, for mainline, bank on the things that they know will sell, from Mandalorian or Bad Batch and things like that. Sure. And for something that's a little bit out of focus, let the fans fund it via Faz, uh, via HasLab.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, so Chris, you mentioned earlier that uh, we another thing we got to look at was this uh, this troop format is continuing first it was the stormtroopers that were announced not even that long ago uh it went up for pre-order on shop disney and hasbro pulse and now um fairly quickly after that that announcement they've also announced that we're getting a rebel fleet trooper set um what were your feelings on on learning that we're getting another one of these packs
1: i cannot tell you and again this is why i I, you know i'm only saying it for you know to pointing out the, the comedy of the situation where they, they had me weekly clapping for VC-31 in the fan wall. I literally got out of my chair and did a fist pump when I saw that Rebel Fleet Trooper pack. How long have we been asking for for the you know, the unmasked, the unhelmeted uh, army builders give us a multi-pack of them with different head sculpts? We've been asking for this since at least 2008 when that bearded uh, Hoth Rebel Trooper came out. You know, it it looks odd when you army built that figure with everybody has the same beard. Um, So we've been asking for, you know, if it's an unhelmeted army builder, give us a multi-pack with the different head sculpts. So when I saw that where they have the three different head sculpts, plus the Captain Antilles, I was over the moon. I was, like I said, I'm not exaggerating, I came out of my chair and did a fist bump when I saw that. Nice.
0: That's very cool. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you with the excitement. Um, I know that when the the v four place that we were just speaking of a little while ago um came out, you know, a lot of us were like, okay, well, it comes with one rebel trooper and there's no other ones that you can put in here. Uh you can go to eBay, you can buy the older one, but that one's getting expensive. You know, people are preparing to fill, fill it out with their own uh their own troopers and you know, I, I know in the Q&A's at least once I I mentioned, you know, why why can't you guys bring that figure back at some capacity as a as a repack, as a refreshway figure and um, but it kind of makes sense now that you know they might may have been playing the long game with this pack in mind um you know it does have three unique uh unique unique head sculpts uh for these troopers that you can put together in this scene so uh, maybe that goes back you know just a reminder that you know sometimes we might get a little up in arms about how you know something isn't being done that we think should be done but maybe it, there is work on it we're just not seeing it right then and there and,
1: and I, I think i think that complaint is valid if we look at the play sets you know we had the jabba's palace set and then there was no complementary release we had the skiff guard 3 pack but that wasn't really for jabba's palace that was for the skiffs um the the, the biggest one was the uh, carbon freeze chamber set when I, I think they would have sold a lot more if you could have had the Ugnots and Bestman Guards out there at the same time. Right. Uh, we, we had we, we had direct feedback um, where you know I would buy this, but I don't want to spend fifty dollars on a Bestman Guard. We had that direct feedback that, uh, for that set, uh, and and then you know it, and it continued on from there where you um, you just don't have the the complementary pieces to go with the set. So I'm hopeful for the Navarro playset that you know m- maybe people didn't you know as a Walmart exclusive um maybe people didn't get the incinerator trooper so I'm hopeful that's in Hasbro's mindset you know when that gets released that people are going to need these pieces that go with the playset because that's ultimately what drives us in the vintage collection is mm-hmm. it's 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 not the standalone piece it's not the black series where you you buy the figure and you put it on a shelf you want all the other stuff that goes around it and if you don't have yeah. If you don't have that piece, if it's too expensive to acquire, you're going to skip the subsequent piece. True. Um, yeah. So hopefully Hasbro's mindful of that.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's definitely that would be the ideal. You know, if you're going to come out with a playset, especially one that coordinates with like an anniversary like that, the best in playset, um, the ideal would be to have other figures to support it. And you know, I know a lot of people were upset about that. You know, myself included. Just it was just kind of a strange thing to, to release this. And even on the box, it showed figures that have been out of production for forever. Right. Um, I, yeah. I, I think
1: I, I think you know me well enough that you know I I don't tolerate the whining well in the community if it's just if it's just whining. But if it's you know a well deserved com- complaint, I'll I'll entertain it myself. And I think that was valid. You know, th- there were people that were new to the hobby um, that would l- love to buy the the. Carbon freezing chamber, but it was cost prohibitive to them to populate it with figures, so they passed on it, and that's a mistake. And it's a, it's a yeah. valid criticism to me.
0: Yeah, it, hopefully it's a teachable moment for Hasbro. Going <laughs> 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 forward, they'll they'll coordinate these things a little bit better.
1: Yes, I have faith in Emily. I I think I think she gets the vintage collection very well. So l- l- let's see what comes with the the Navarro playset.
0: Absolutely, well said. Uh, yeah, this this four pack is 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 great. I mean, this is the kind of thing that, like, I was almost want to say like dreams are made of, but I mean it's kind of true because, you know, army builders are such have have been such a key component of Star Wars. Like even going back to that original film, you know, you you have these are these obviously draw inspiration from that first film. And um, as long as there've been Star Wars toys, I think people have been army building and being able to do like. I don't want to say that these are quite. It's hard for me to say definitive because the sculpt is it's kind of old at this point but i don't think we're going to get anything better than this at the same time so i think for all intents and purposes um this is as good as we can expect and i think it's pretty awesome all things considered it could be this or it could be nothing and you know the fact right. that this exists is is pretty remarkable
1: yeah it could be better i mean they, they lack the holster aside from the articulation the data articulation they lack the holster so it could could be better if I have it criticized one thing. You know, if, you, if you're going to do head, new head sculpts, add in a new belt to have the screen accurate holster. But, you know, yeah, to, to expect them to tool up a new Rebel Fleet Trooper, that's not going to happen. So I'm personally pretty excited to be able to really populate my, uh, play, my displays with Rebel Fleet Troopers.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, only other gripe I have is that they kind of look like they don't have necks. Um, but but other than that, you know, it's cool. They're going to look just fine on the shelf in that, in that playset, or any other place that you decide to use them in. Um, and then, uh, Captain Antilles, we finally have a new one of him. It's been, I think since 2003, I want to say since the last one, um, not counting the, the revenge of the Sith one, of course, but, um, right. And that one, you know, quite famously had the the neck that you could Vader could grab onto and right. lift, lift him up. Um, yeah. I don't think this one a, has that.
1: It was a fan's choice too. That was a fan choice figure. Yeah. The previous one.
0: Yeah, back when uh, when a fan, fans could rally around something as as minute as Captain <laughs> Antilles and actually have him be made. Right. Yeah, different times, different times, and uh, you know I've seen some gripes online too about this one, you know, not being completely accurate. But I mean, they right. it seems like they just repainted the other the other ones' as body and made this with a new head. So
1: right. So it it will it will it presumably won't have the ribbing on the sleeves. That would have been accurate.
0: It's it's one of those things, you know, like Krennic says, oh, we were so close. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But still, it's cool. It's cool that, you know, he's in there. And if you don't want him to be Captain Antilles, I mean, presumably he's generic enough to use it as as something else. as another character, you know, background fodder. Um, But yeah, this is cool. And I'm excited to see. I I assume that they're going to keep this format going in the future. And I'd be curious to see what the next such set could possibly be.
1: I am hopeful that um, the reception is so great that it goes beyond being a Pulse and Shop Disney exclusive. You know, we we at BanthaSchool have a lot of international readers that are cut out of these things. So I would love to see these things transcend beyond Hasbro Pulse and go to a fan channel in whatever format they take.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be perfect for our brand new 100% from the ground up all new Clone Trooper Sculpt that is many Uh, years overdue. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk uh, the Mandalorian. So this, yes. uh, we got a brand new, um, I don't want to say brand new figure because it's it's a bit of a, of a retool, but uh, it's a new release in the Vintage Collection. It's kind of a different format than what we've ever seen before, somewhat. Um, so what do you think about the Mandalorian and Grogu Maldo Cray set?
1: So I, I think it's a... It's a, it's a bit of a sleeper in, in a number of ways. Um, the first thing is that they, you know, it's ostensibly a repack, but they snuck in those rocker ankles. Um, so I think that's, that's a huge thing, that they're, they're, they're taking old sculpts that are just a hair off of Definitive and adding the rocker ankles back in. Uh, and the other thing is the, just the, the, uh, the, the form factor, the size of the card. To me, it expands to so many, so much possibilities, um, and I'm a little, you know, I'm optimistic, but cautious, cautiously optimistic because when they released the Skiffguard three pack in 2019, we thought, oh my goodness, this three pack format opens up so much potential, um, and, and then we haven't seen a three pack since. Um, so I'm, I, I think it's exciting, and it, again, it's a little bit of a sleeper if you look at the the potential behind it hopefully they follow up on it
0: yeah it's uh it, it, i guess it's the closest thing that we've seen to like a deluxe sort of figure in, in some time i mean there was the sith trooper there was the last mandalorian build-up pack but they weren't anything like this certainly not the, the layout of the card and the bubble right. and certainly not in terms of you know the accessories like this has like i think that the net sum parts here is, is quite a bit greater than the last uh, build-up pack right um so yeah i, I agree i think there's there's a lot of potential with a set like this. And uh, the fact that they did use the opportunity to um, push Mando just over the edge and being closer to being definitive is, is pretty cool. He's got also the, the new thigh armor on his right leg.
1: Right, yes.
0: Um, and I don't know, I have a feeling that um, we're not, this isn't gonna be the last of this Mando figure in the main line.
1: Hopefully, because we, we need the season two with the spear. That you know, sure That do. would be great if we could get that.
0: Yeah, and the satchel um, to carry Grogu yeah. in would be would be right. nice. Um, but yeah, you get your your uh, your spiders in here, for lack of a better word. Uh, you get the egg. You get Grogu again. Is is this the same Grogu we've had before? Or is there anything? To, you know, to your knowledge, is there anything different about the head sculpt uh, or anything? Uh,
1: so I'm I'm relying on our our mutual friend John Miko. I believe he said it's the same Grogu. I haven't done a deep dive into the, looking at the pictures. Um, it's, 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 it's one of the, uh, the, the, the bitter, um, the, the, you know, the, the bitter, uh, victories of, uh, getting the official pictures. I have to get them, you know, as you do as well, you get the official, you know, press release pictures, but I spend more of my time posting them than I do actually looking at them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool though um i i love seeing this i just hope you know it's a walmart exclusive right so there's right that's always like half the half of it too is you know how are they going to ship it are they going to put in a bubble mailer probably are they going to send it folded in half probably um a lot of people will order multiples just to be cautious um everybody that that i a lot of people that i know that collect these you know that's what you know just to safeguard you order extras and um, but this is kind of the the sort of thing you you wouldn't it wouldn't be a bad thing to have extras up whether you're a carded loose or both collector because you know you'd have extra spiders you'd have right. extra amanda extra grog i mean none of that's really bad to have uh in your collection so uh yeah good good format and uh, i hope to see, to see more of this going forward
1: yeah and i would love i would I, I i might be a man on an island with this but if they could take that you know larger card and bring us ifantmon and Herbie Oodle, <laughs> to the Vintage Collection, I would be just a- as excited as I am about the droids Boba Fett, I would be equally excited about those two, to have like an official Vintage Collection representation of those two.
0: Yeah, that would be something. That would be, that would be something. Uh, I think and Mon, yeah, that, yeah, he's just a hunk of a figure. Yes. They would need something like this, and the bubble <laughs> would be like, it would stick out really far, and yep. Yeah. That'd be insane. But yeah, it would be cool. It certainly would be yeah. cool to see. All right. So regarding a uh, vintage collection um, uh, from Password Pulska, I think that's it, right? I think, I think we've covered everything that was shown.
1: We have the uh, other than
0: the pipelines.
1: Pipeline, right.
0: Yeah, other than the pipelines. So this is kind of starting to become a tradition where at the end of these uh, streams or these shows, they do these little um, pipelines for, for both scales and uh, tell us a little bit about what's coming in the future. So, um, I feel like on this occasion, um, what is the one trooper that they showed? Is it, um,
1: the three the Ahsoka clone trooper.
0: Yeah. So that one, that one I, I've been wanting for a long time, uh, since the show anyway, uh, season seven ended, um, that one is maybe it's not the biggest shock. You know, I think I know right. other people have been asking for that too. um, and then the other uh, the other arc trooper is that um it's not fives it's not echo Oh Jesse, they Jessie. showed Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, that's not a surprise to me either because, you know, they're finishing getting all three of them from that set out. Right. Um, but the Mandalorian warrior I think, is, gonna, is something I wasn't really expecting and uh, Din Djarin in this particular outfit wasn't something I was expecting, so
1: I'm excited about that Din Djarin not just for getting, you know, brown eyes into the lineup. But obviously, it's it's a chance to bring us multiple figures from one one tool. Uh, from there, you get you know obviously Mayfeld, yeah, uh, and, and you know which hopefully is coming because going back to the night of having a, a low Knight of Ren. If we only have brown eyes, <laughs> it's torture. <laughs> you know, I need the Mayfeld to complement it, uh, right. and and then from there you get the uh, the Mud Trooper at some point. So you have the potential to from one tool to. You know, one tool with minimal retooling, you get to three unique figures, which is exciting. Um, from that, and it's it's something again. John Miko championed a while ago, where he like did a road map where you take you know you go from you know the tentpole figure, which is Mandalorian in the tank driver, and you get all these other sculpts out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did he did do that, and um, okay. it'll be interesting to see like what what sort what they adopt from or, or what uh, aspects of his plan that they're able to actually use or you know what if it's a brand new figure i mean that's a possibility too but, yeah um yeah no there's definitely potential there um even if you're if they didn't give us just a regular trooper, you could buy multiples of these and army build in with the helmet on
1: right true. um
0: but um yeah, lots of potential for sure, and I hope that we see this expanded on, not just like a grunt, like troop Trooport, what is that? Um, <laughs> trooper <laughs> transport, um, but um, also, you know, expand that to the Mud Trooper, um, yes. and, you know, maybe, could we get Han Solo from there, like, you know, just right. lots of possibilities. there you go.
1: Yeah, and it, it, it should be a good return, return on investment for Hasbro, which... Uh, you know, for from our side I think we're always we want the vintage collection to be as profitable as possible. We want it to be good business for Hasbro. So if they can give us turnaround four figures from one investment, that's good for everybody. We're happy, they're yeah. happy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're in business to make to take our money, so take our money. Right. Give so we want yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, and then the Maldalorian um kind of cool uh, kind of cool yeah. um, this uh, you know I, I know when the Black Series one came out through Walmart um, you know a lot of people you know were like hey well how can we where's the where's the love for, for season 7 in, in TV scene and just barely did we get Ahsoka in, in Maul um, so to see them com, uh, continue expanding on, on season 7 with um, the three thirty second clone trooper and also the you know this Mandalorian in the Mall inspired armor uh, is pretty cool and maybe we'll get more from there who knows
1: and, and I'll, I'll be honest, you know, sometimes I look at these things in the vintage collection, and uh, it, it doesn't excite me for like something I want to personally add to my collection. I will, I obviously will, but when I look at that, it's like, how could this not sell? How could this not sell very well? So I get excited for that reason. It's good for it's good business for the vintage collection. You know, Mandalorian armor always sells. It's one of those things that always sells. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to have that come to the vintage collection.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked. I can't wait to to see these, and you know, just imagining the packaging art for them, and imagining like, you know, the what what parts of the what, what cases are they part of. Um, it'll be exciting to see in the coming months, you know, what that shapes up like.
1: Yeah, that that's the other thing. Once you see the the, the packaged art, then you you know you get even more excited because they they they've been killing the 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 package art for these Clone Wars figures.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Mall and and uh, Soga look incredible. Yeah, yep. For sure. So I think that pretty well covers um, actual releases and announcements uh, that were that were uh, covered in Hasbro PulseCon. Um, overall, Chris, um, how would how would you uh, rate this particular PulseCon in terms of TBC announcements?
1: It, it, it's a bit a bit of a double edged sword. Um, I'm disappointed overall in what we didn't see as far as you know season two mandalorian you know things that could go with the navarro playset, but on the flip side of that the potential that this offers to me is huge so i'm, I'm at, at once disappointed but also very excited because i think we can see you know with that mando build up pack or deluxe pack whatever it is we can see potential that, that the vintage collection is going to just keep killing it going forward
0: yeah yeah absolutely and uh, not to mention, if they went a little bit lower on TVC announcements during PulseCon, maybe all that'll mean is that next month or December, or whatever, will it'll be on the upswing again, and we'll see some some interesting things that uh, that we didn't know about yet. And this is just a quick note: a couple days after recording this episode, Hasbro actually announced through StarWars.com, Ahsoka Tano from The Mandalorian and the Death Watch Mandalorian warrior from the Mandalorian, and uh, subsequently those went up for pre-order a couple of days later, and uh, Soka became the top-selling figure on Amazon. So we did get some stuff announced pretty quickly.
1: So this is very true. You know, we we've been spoiled over the last few reveals, like the the the, the as you said, the Clone Wars micro-series reveals, the droids reveals. I feel like we've been spoiled. Granted, they're just, you know, repacks and repaints, but they're highly in demand repacks and repaints. And uh, the, the the Droids Boba Fett specifically, uh, you, you cannot top that. The, in any given year, for me personally, a Droids Boba Fett would be the number one product of the year for me. So I, I, I shouldn't complain too much about this spe- specific live stream because the other ones previous to that were you know phenomenal and as i've described going into pulsecon to me it's playing with house money whatever they show is a bonus at this point
0: yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see what's coming um as we've said you know in the last few episodes and in the live streams you know the there's been a lot of positivity behind the vintage collection and uh the announcements and the direction the theme seem things seem to be going not just from what we've seen in terms of releases and Pipelines and stuff like that, but from what also Hasbro has been directly saying about the Vintage Collection and the support they're seeing behind different aspects of you know the campaigns and people uniting to to fight for more. Um, right. So I'm excited to see where this goes.
1: And, and you know, as far as the exclusives have gone, they've all sold out. Every single one is sold out. So you just tremendous optimism for TVC for me personally. The uh, Clone Wars micro series sold out. The Bad Batch four pack infamously sold out. Probably <laughs> that that might be a little bit of a negative.
0: I know about that um, one.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. Th- th- that sold out, and I I really do like how I I think Hasbro ingested when that Bad Batch four pack sold out that the reveal and pre sale the same day doesn't work, and we saw that with the droids um, figures. The reveal was the prior day, give everybody fair warning, and then the pre sale was the next day. Unfortunately for you, it was 6 a.m. your time. Hopefully you got yours, but it's still... The it a, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I got up early t- just to order them. <laughs> I went back to bed, I think. <laughs> no, that might have been a work day, so I probably ordered them anyway. But um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got, I'm covered there, I, th- I think, unless Target cancels them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Target is not Walmarts. So, so, yeah, you'll just have to go in and approve the delay three times, then you'll yeah.
0: get Yeah, yeah. Just got to be careful to be diligent about doing that.
1: Yeah. I'm still waiting for my uh season seven Ahsoka from well uh Target. <laughs> I've I've approved the delay at least ten times by now.
0: Oh wow. Wow. Yeah, so good stuff, Chris. Uh do you have any final thoughts you want to share before we wrap?
1: Uh just that, you know, I'm I continue to be optimistic. I think uh ev- everything is an upward on an upward trend. I think the uh the campaign that was a community wide campaign has had A tremendous influence, and um, I know it doesn't, it hasn't manifested necessarily in new new tools um, because those take a long time. But we will see those. You're not going to see that overnight. But when we look at the the things that can be responded to immediately, which is the repaints, you know, uh, to get us new figures, uh, we've seen that, and that is a direct result to the community at large really being passionate and campaigning for the vintage collection, which I'm thrilled about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think that's one of the best parts of this is, you know, just the community, being able to interact with others. And, um, you know, sh- we have that common goal of wanting TBC to be successful and to expand and to draw new crowds in and continue to offer new things that, you know, a lot of us that have been collecting for, for some time, you know, want to see to continue to, to round out the 96, continue to, um, you know, finish up some of these dioramas where they're almost there, like the cantina, right. but it's not quite 100% <laughs> there yet. Um, so, you know, we all have lots of hope for for, and for the opportunities that may present in the future. So yeah, cheers to the future of TVC.
1: And, and and with the cantina, that that's the bitter part. When's our next opportunity? We missed it because TVC was cut out of the 40th anniversary of A New Hope. When's our next opportunity? Do we have to wait till the 50th anniversary and you know, will, will I even be alive at that point? <laughs> um, <laughs> not, not to be morbid, you know. When's our next opportunity to get you know those figures that we need and a proper Cantina playset? And obviously, yeah. the figure, you, you, you know the figures we need. You know what? what oh, well, really yeah. good. Yeah,
0: I know what figures we need. Yep. Yeah, and we need that playset. I mean, the the cardboard die has been holding up pretty well for twenty some years, but. You know, I wouldn't be upset if I had to retire it in place of so something a little more permanent looking at some point. You and me both. <laughs> mm. Well, hey, Chris, it's been a blast. Thanks so much for coming on and uh, for sharing your thoughts.
1: Thank you for having me, as always.
0: Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'm sure everybody knows, but where can our, our listeners go to find you on the interwebs?
1: Uh, so the best place is for uh, Um, But we are also on uh, all the social media platforms uh, except for TikTok yet because... We're old guys, <laughs> but, uh, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter and on Instagram and on YouTube.
0: Very cool. So we'll put links in the show notes, but yeah, check out BanthaSkola.com for the latest news, uh, and updates regarding Star Wars, the Vintage Collection. And, uh, Chris, we'll talk again soon.
1: Great. Thank you very much for having me on.
0: All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Vintage Collection podcast. For the latest developments, be sure to visit BanthaSkull.com and follow our contributors via the links in our show notes. You can follow Victoria's Cantina on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. For more Star Wars toy collecting content, subscribe to the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel and listen to the Cantina Chatter Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can spare a moment or two, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word about the show. No matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you once again for tuning in to the Vintage Collection Podcast. Collect them all and may the force be with you.